This is episode 14 of the RxFit Radio, a podcast for the RxFit community to stay up to date with upcoming news and health tips to become fitter. I'm your host, Tyler Welch. Welcome to the show. Hey, friends and family, welcome back. Today is Saturday, June 4th. And before we jump to the episode with RxFit's head of fitness laws, Casper, I wanted to just summarize what we're going to talk about. So this upcoming week is Metcon Mania on Friday. Join us at the Orem location. We're going to go 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. And then uh, in this episode, we talk about the 10th and final week of the Snatch and Clean and Jerk cycle. So some of you have asked why we've focused so much on the Snatch and Clean and Jerk. We answer those questions. We touch on the assessment. It's Benchmark Monday, this upcoming Monday. And then we talk about how to approach workouts when um, the Chocolate Pro is recommending different colors. So let's say my weightlifting says I'm doing black, but it's also saying I should do blue on the on the rings. So how to approach that? We talk about that at the end of the episode. Okay, welcome to the show, Lars Casper. <laughs> Madcom Mania week. Last week we spent the whole episode talking programming, so. We won't talk much today on it, but anything you want to mention before we move on? Yeah, we got um, RX Smart Gear is going to be our podium sponsor. for Who the is event. RX Smart Gear? Um, RX Smart Gear is kind of the gymnastics gurus, I could say, for, for CrossFit. They do a lot of, they have grips. They do really well with their jump ropes. They have a lot of things in regards to like uh, box jumps, rope climbing, like really uh in regards to gymnastics and that's why I, I really love their products i've um, been trained by the people that actually own the company and stuff and have a relationship with them so it was really cool um with a simple email they were totally pumped about Sweet. the idea of metcon mania and so they were like yeah we'll we'll put that out there so um First place, we'll get a really sweet prize. I don't, I don't really want to say what it is. Though I think we'll just c- sign up and win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but it's really cool because um, I didn't expect much. I, I have a good friendship with uh, some of the people that work there, um, but they were awesome and totally hooked up. Everyone that gets on the podium will have some sweet aspect um, of prize from RX Smart Gear. So that's fun. Okay. Thanks, Laz. All right, let's jump into the programming for the week. Where do you want to start? Do you want to talk about the last week of our snatch clean and jerk cycle, or do you want to talk about our assessments? Yeah, let, let's start with just uh, the cycle ending. It's, okay. We've been 10 weeks, and I think everyone's feeling like kind of done. Most people probably don't know, but we're in a weightlifting cycle. Yeah, yeah. Um, in um, We've probably recognized a lack of maybe squatting in, in classes, things like that. Um, and it, it's because the focus has been on the snatch and clean and jerk. And I hope it's been evident to those that are coming regularly and understanding that there's been so many complexes that we've done and we've broken down those movements in, in, in a CrossFit class and a functional fitness class, I think as much as you really can. And, uh, we're on week 10. This is going to be the last week for it. This is a, a, not a tangent, but a, let's zoom out to a 10,000 foot view. I had two conversations this week with athletes. One athlete said, gee whiz. (laughs) No, sorry. They said, um, Tyler, we haven't deadlifted or back squatted in a long time. 
Yeah. Or at least feels that way. Yep. Another athlete approached me and said, um, is someone new doing the programming because all we do is snatch and clean and jerk? <laughs> and I said, how long have you been looking at or following the programming? And the individual said the past two weeks. So here's my question, Laws. How do you evaluate a program? Um, because the obvious answers to the first one <laughs> is, yeah, we haven't squatted and deadlifted as much yeah. because we've been in a weightlifting snatch, yeah. clean, and jerk cycle. This latter is someone looking at two weeks and saying, this programming is way too biased. Yeah, for sure. So in an attempt not to defend ourselves, but rather explain how do you go about evaluating a programming or program? Yeah, I think that it's important to take a look at where the weaknesses lie. Um, and generally a cycle is between six to 10 weeks. 12 is really long. But um, in that period, you're looking at how do I improve the weaknesses and diving into after what would be considered in CrossFit, like the competitive season. So the open is basically kind of the idea for most of the people that are listening. Um, how do we improve ourselves through those lifts that are going to be in every single workout basically through a week um, and be able to maintain a, a higher percentage um, for a longer period of time. And so that's kind of what we did, put the focus on those Olympic lifts. Um, but there's always a time and place. Um, so like the next thing it might be, you know, looking at the deadlift, looking at the front squat, um, understanding how those develop and build up to the um the olympic lifts i think when evaluating it though it's just a matter of like how can everyone benefit in the period of time and now that we're more than just one gym and we're like five gyms it's even a, a much larger scale so it's i think that members can will will have that commonly i think the two week like man in the last two weeks that's all we do it's like yeah probably for a lot of our cycles you'll feel that yeah we'll go into a back back squat and deadlift cycle and they'll be like why haven't we cleaned a jerk and snatched in six weeks and you're like well well you know this is why yeah raw strength we're building that you know things like that so so as we finish up this cycle for the snatch clean and jerk and it feeds well into the assessments on monday do you care to share yet on what the emphasis will be after this week what are we no. saying okay yeah i i think that um You'll, you'll still, well, I think we'll go into a little bit more of a strength bias, not necessarily the weightlifting bias, um, but don't be surprised if we're still one or two days a week, we're still seeing some fashion of weightlifting yeah. in regards to the snatch and clean and jerk. Okay, so we are testing the weightlifting level method assessment, which is a clean and jerk and a snatch. Then we're doing some ring assessments and my favorite, but not really my favorite, the 20 minute row. Yeah. That is Monday's programming. Talk yeah. to us about it. Um, okay. I think that there was a lot and I want to address, I guess, from last month in May, the beginning. Ev so every Monday is first Monday of every month is the level method assessment. Is benchmark day. Yeah. Benchmark day. Um, and I think the approach um, was misunderstood in May. I think every time that you do an assessment, your goal is to try to do your best. Um, but when you're putting three assessments into one day, I think you have to set your priorities 
per individual on what you want to accomplish. So I hate rings. I hate, I hate getting on the rings. So going into Monday, my priority might be rings as my number three. Whether it's the first or last thing in class, I may not care as much about what happens within that. I will still, I promise, I'll still put everything I have into what happens. But with the result, I may not care as much. And I think that's important for people to understand that you you put what you can and what you want out of it, the, these assessments, these benchmarks, but understand that going in with what your priorities are in achieving goals um, will help you see the PRs or the success that you want out of it. So for this Monday, we have been crushing snatches and clean and jerks. I hope everyone's priority is the weightlifting. I think we'll see some PRs. Big I, time. A lot of them. Yeah. And um, we've been doing a lot of gymnastics. So maybe for a lot of people, some sort of ring PR or feeling successful, more confident, whatever. And then maybe the row is maybe not as high on the priority list. I hope that we all still, we've been getting into a lot of rowing. So we've been doing aerobic um, uh, ratios, one to one, you know, a ton of that. So hopefully that's paying off, but I don't, that that necessarily will be like where everyone's like I just absolutely crushed yeah. my PR it will be like I felt solid I hope that you know like that's the goal based on the programming we've been doing yeah I think we'll see a lot of clean and jerk and snatch PRs too it'd be awesome um, alright Tuesday post them post them please like share them I want to see all of them because it's so cool to see the success from everyone post them where uh, you know tag them on Instagram tag RxFit official and then obviously the gym that you're in tag them because it's so cool to show the success that we have um and, yeah. and celebrate with everyone in the gym so cool and put it in chocolate pro too yeah obviously yeah. <laughs> obviously okay tuesday we go on a strict press plus push press and then we've got a nice little couplet of wall balls and toes to bar with a buy-in and a cash out on the bike yeah um okay why strict press plus push press what does that do to develop our overhead strength stamina is kind of what we're looking for in that overhead position. The strict will really like it will be building up in the strict and then the push press will probably feel pretty easy for yeah. most people, most people or should. Um, but what it's really building is that stamina to continue using your shoulders because you'll feel that will build up to, I think it's a, a one strict press and then a one push press. And on that one strict press, you should be, almost maxing like you should really feel a struggle and it'll barely get overhead and then you'll drop it back down to your shoulders and you'll push press it and you'll go what the heck why was that so easy <laughs> the second and that's the idea you want from it it's yeah. like understanding that um you one i think mentally you can keep going but two the stamina in those muscle groups yeah overhead position i like it then we go um 42 30 18 reps of wall ball toes to bar with the buy-in and cash out any tips or tricks you want to vocalize um know yourself i think it's important that those two movements you're like oh it's a squatting and then it's a gymnastics and it's like well your shoulders are going to just be hammered um a lot more than you may realize fatigued i think in putting that wall ball overhead and then getting up on the the bar for the toaster bar so uh being smart um, but be confident in the sets that you can do because um, this is a good test for what we've been doing whether it's working or not on building your um, your volume in your in your gymnastics movement. <laughs> yeah, look at the number forty two toaster bar in one set. I'm just like, 
All right. How how am I going to break that up? Yeah. So should I appro- should I approach that as like um, even sets or descending ladder type sets? How what would you recommend? I, I always like descending. Mentally, it just helps me just be like, all right, like I can't do this. Like if I come off, let's say I start. Um, finish my wall balls, going to my toes to bar and I do 12 toes to bars to start. I'm really confident in that number. Then when I get done, I know I only have 30 left and I can do, you know, a set of 10 next. And it's like, I just did 12. I can do 10 mentally. It's a lot yeah. Of yeah. And so it's, um, helps me just be smart with how I approach it. Uh, I know some people just how doing even sets can make it easier on them. But is there anything wrong with going 30, f- then five, then one, 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 one. <laughs> that's that's a hard one you I, will see people do sets of one yeah i think it's depending on your training approach is important here so what do you want to get out of this do you want to be more consistent in your sets meaning can i consistently do 12 reps that is in my opinion if i was going to coach every single person individually way more important than your ability to hold on for 30, barely hold on to five, and then do five singles. Um, so find that ability to manage your sets appropriately. Yeah. Um, is going to, in the long run, for your general fitness, be way more important for you. Okay. Man, what a nuisance with just the bike before and after. It's kind of like, <sighs> Yeah, the legs. The <laughs> legs. No, I'm, li- I, uh, I'm actually excited about that one. All right, um, then we're maxing out our bench press. Yeah, last week. On Wednesday. Yeah, we're getting rid of the stupid bench. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I, I struggle so bad and, uh, with it, and, I've, and I, I've expressed on the podcast multiple times that people have helped me personally like just do things better, and it was cool. Even last week, I get a good, uh, good motivation from Darren, you know, benching like 50 more pounds than I do, but and he's he's pushing me to hit certain weights and last week i hit a three rep max for myself that i've never done so i felt really good and i hope everyone else is feeling the same way um that's definitely something that will be gone after this week we will not be seeing bench uh bench push up all the time yeah yeah that so i think that's been one people are like why are we benching um we've been targeting those tiny muscle groups um and now it's kind of over we're gonna probably go a little bit more into the strength aspect Okay. Well, and we had Murph to get ready for. Yeah, that's true too. Okay, the Metcon Wednesday is six sets of another couplet of deadlifts, relatively heavy, and then burpee box jump overs. Yeah, this is um, this will be lightning. Like, I hope that when people are looking at this and they're deciding what level to do, what can they like? Unbroken. Go yes, insane speed, and and, and yeah, unbroken, just. You don't think. You can't be looking around. You can't be, like, taking the breath to, like, this is a lightning workout. You should nonstop movement. Well, I should say it is one-to-one work to rest Yeah. if you're not looking at it and you're just listening. Yeah. So it, that I don't will, know if you could go lightning. That's where the difficulty will come in. But you want – that's the, the mental aspect that you want going into it is I want the lightning speed um, of – no thinking. That's probably like when I say lightning speed, that's what I mean is like you shouldn't be like, okay, how do I pace this? Can I maintain five seconds every burpee box jump over? Like, <laughs> you know, like it's like, no, just go get it done and finish and then and don't look around. Don't look at the clock. Don't you know, once you finish, that's when you can take those breaths and kind yeah. of breathe it in. Um, the biggest thing I want to focus on is helping everyone understand that when 
we see burpee box jump overs, it's always facing the box. Um, I think there's confusion from gym to gym, but it's always facing. We, we like to put in a little bit of that torture aspect <laughs> there. We, we don't let, let you off easy when it comes to the burpee box jump overs. Okay, lightning speed. We're looking at about a minute to a minute and a half. In fact, the time cap set. is a minute and a half. So Oh, the cap is a minute. The 90 minute. seconds. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you got to do 10 deadlifts, then 10 burpee box jump overs in less than 90 seconds, and then you're going to rest for exactly however long it took you yep. before the next set. All right. Let's just finish up with Thursdays then. Um, we have go more of a chipper style workout with dumbbell lunges, uh, some core work with the sit-up or GHD sit-up, front rack dumbbell lunge more sit-ups and then an overhead dumbbell lunge yeah this is a midline taxer um and this is something we can maybe talk about in the future but um the midline is one of the things that we need to strengthen the most for our general health and fitness and this one i think people may look at it and be like oh that looks nice like i can this is gonna be i mean that's a lot of lunging and they might recognize that but um, the sit-ups will tax the lunge way more than we may realize in a lot of different ways from the breathing all the way to the stability to just actually lunge forward. So, and then the other thing that will make it difficult is the first lunge is going to be basically in a farmer carry position, um, to the second lunge being in that front rack. And so that your elbows got to be up. And then the very last one, this is where it really will come in with that. Uh, that's a play. double dumbbell. Wow. Yeah. That's going to be hard. That's Good be night really for hard. many. Yeah. And, um, and this will be a pro need to be approached appropriately considering the overhead dumbbell lunge. That's the important part because you will be absolutely trashed. I mean, the time cap is 13 minutes, so that's hard. So you'll have to go much lighter so that when you get to that overhead, they'll be able to manage doing the hundred feet because that will be very, very hard. Um, let's talk approaching the level method when you're between, or sorry, approaching the workout when you're between levels. Um, so let's take Thursday's workout, for example. We have a nice little mini pump after, which we won't get into. But um, let's say I am relatively fit. I just don't have good shoulder mobility. Would it be appropriate for me to use different dumbbells on the first two lunges? Then on the third lunge. Absolutely. I think this is the hardest thing about um, group fitness is that at RxFit, our goal is to prescribe fitness to every single individual person. And we do our best through the level method. But then understanding that even that can um, put us in a hole a little bit yeah. with each person. Um, and I think that we need to empower each other and as coaches, we're trying our best to empower each individual member to understand that we're trying to meet you at your level and build you from there. And so absolutely in that, in that regard, if you're like, I am so good and strong to maintain these lunges, um, in those first two positions, no problem. Do not be afraid to grab lighter dumbbells to manage that overhead. Um, because we, you can't feel like you're the, the, old school like but it's scaled i hate that phrase but i scaled it or i or but i'm only blue or i'm only orange i just like want to like 
I get infuriated a little <laughs> bit, honestly, because I'm just like, but you're crushing it. You are doing amazing. Yeah. Like, you know, like, did you think that you'd be able to do the 25s overhead and not lunge? No. Well, you did. And you crushed it. Like, yeah. so quit saying that it was only orange or whatever. So what I hear you saying is um, we get too caught up in the leaderboard. Maybe yeah. not necessarily looking at the leaderboard, but trying to figure out how to score it for the leaderboard. Yes, yes, very much so. And uh, I've been expressing this to a lot of people that a lot of times we think that, uh, or the goal is to walk into the gym with no ego. Um, and a lot of people, I think, come in thinking they don't have an ego. But the minute as a coach that I go up to a purple athlete and I say, hey, it looks like you're struggling with that today. I need you to do, let's say, orange. And they're like, they just give me this look like, how could you, how <laughs> could you put me in that level? Um, and it's hard because, um, ego is always there and I'm not going to dismiss that. Like, I always believe that's part of like what benefits us getting better. Um, but there are levels and certain movements for every single person, including myself and literally anyone that you can be like, you can do better at this. Like, and the goal is to keep the intensity for most workouts at a high level. Yeah. So what can you do to do that? And if it, if it means mixing and matching, do it. You know, um, if you're so concerned with putting things on chalk at pro and putting it on the leaderboard, make notes. Yep. Like I love making notes. I love like, because when I look at that in the future, um, let's say we do Thursday's workout in six months to just, you know, retest people, um, for whatever reason, the ability to look back and be like, um, today was hard. I came in struggling doing sit-ups could barely manage 25s overhead. And then you come back six months later and you're like, 35s are no problem. Like how much, like how much better at realizing how you have developed in your fitness. Yeah. And so, um, utilizing the notes ever, I think that, you know, if that's so important to you, but just make sure that when you're putting it in, it's for yourself and not for other people. <sighs> Couldn't agree more. <laughs> I think it's hard. I really, I really struggle with, um, leaderboards i love leaderboards because i'm a competitive person uh, naturally but as a coach that's hoping to benefit yeah. people for their fitness i really struggle telling people to lock their scores yeah but, uh, someday we'll figure it out but right now i think i would just like to add like don't get caught up in the software because yeah. if you're mixing levels i we want to encourage that. Like, yes. let's say on the lunges, I do the dumbbell lunge and the front rack dumbbell lunge at level brown, but then my overhead, because of my overhead mobility, I'm going down to yellow. Yeah. No problem in that. Yeah. And I think like one of the most common that I've, I've seen and heard is that the days where we have basically gymnastics paired with um, some sort of weightlifting yep. and people are like, I'm brown weightlifting and blue, um, gymnastics what do I'm i like, do great do it do both yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, do it like yeah you're pushing yourself in both aspects yeah meet yourself at the level that you're at for your weightlifting and crush it and then crush the blue because if you do both you're going to benefit yourself on both yep. and develop it and grow from there yeah i want to shout out without saying a, a person's name but a former professional baseball player up in holiday <laughs> will do that saying sweet my gymnastics is blue therefore i'm doing the blue workout but his strength is like off the charts red so he he did um the snatch workout this past week mm -hmm. with 35 pound dumbbell and i walked over to him i'm like come on now yeah like 
<laughs> You're pretty freaking strong. Yeah. Do the heavier dumbbell and do blue for the toes to bar. Yeah. Um, all right. It, I would say one last thing with that. Just like if you really are concerned about logging it, the way I would approach it is like put it in the level that is the lowest. Yep. That's just how I'd approach it. Put in the notes what you did if, it, if you're going – up a level from there. So if in the, what I was saying with the weightlifting and gymnastics, if your weightlifting is in the brown, put it in the notes, did brown weightlifting yep. movement. Like, but and it'll it, help you come back to that later and understand where you were at. And if you have a problem with that, then that's when you <laughs> need to think. Laws said check your ego at the door. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, let's finish with some shout-outs. Yeah. So I, I want to shout-out Katie. <laughs> Beat me to it. Huh? <laughs> Katie has helped paint Holiday. She's done a lot of things, actually. Yeah. She's helped with Metcomania, the designs. Uh, she helped with Super Meat big time. Yeah. So you can't say Katie. Who would you <laughs> like to shout out, Was? I'm going to shout out my competition class then. Okay. Um, we've been having a really, really good time. Um, and I hope people can recognize that every level has been coming. Um, but specifically this week. So Adam Norse came. Which happy belated birthday to him? Yeah, happy I texted him and said I was mad Adam at him because he didn't tell me that it was his <laughs> birthday on our our workout day. Um, but then Kimby, Sierra, Darian, Darren, and, and Grayland, um, we're having a really good time in like pushing our fitness level. And just know that if you're coming to that class, um, it will be different than most normal classes. But um, I, I'm loving the group that we're developing there. So I want to shout out to them. Who should go to those? Anyone that wants to compete at any level. If you are debating. Are you talking CrossFit or are you talking like, I want to play lacrosse at BYU? <laughs> yeah, you're a, you're a good point. But in CrossFit, in functional fitness, um, um, what I what I hope to bring in those classes is just like cues and insights that aren't meant to be in a normal class. Yeah. So um, you'll just get an extra workout, essentially, is what you're getting. You get a little bit extra programming. But um, the idea is that what you're getting from me is something to give you the mental edge and the, the competitive edge when you step onto the competition floor at any level. Yep. So. All right. Thank you, Laz. Until Wednesday, RxFit family. <laughs> hey it's tyler again and i just wanted to say thanks for listening if you are not a part of the rxfit community i'd like to draw your attention to the first link in the show notes to book a no sweat intro where you and i can sit down one-on-one -on -one and talk about your fitness goals we'd love for you to join our community to help you lose weight and get stronger also, if you are already a part of the RxFit community, but it's been a minute since you've sat down and had a goal review with your manager, let's schedule that as well just by clicking the appropriate link in the show notes. Talk to you on Wednesday.